Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. everybody welcome to another edition of from the rough america's favorite golf podcast live from tailgaters in plano 65 cent wings 275 uh domestic bottles uh five dollar tito's i believe we're going for yum and uh they do this every every wednesday for the live show when you guys need to come out if you're local come check us out i am your host indy Tim. i am joined this week by the hudson swafford of the show <laughs> Mr. Brady Hawkshurst. Hudson Swafford, huh? The little Hudson Swafford. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why? That's a better question. <laughs> but the better question is why not? I mean, they like it. All right, fair enough. Uh, this is a John Gerber free show for those of you that like those. In other yeah. words, you're saying we got the A-team together. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. <laughs> we left the JV at home. Yeah, the JV couldn't make it. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so if you're a fan of the Johnny Free, but don't worry, we still got his picks. Good. Uh, for the Genesis, so it's more fun to make fun of him for his picks when he's here, right? When he can't defend himself, yeah, yeah. it is a lot more fun. <laughs> uh, so, uh, of course, I'm Andy Cartoon. That is Brady over there. We're going to get into some uh, Phoenix Open recap. Congratulations to Scotty Scheffler for his first win, local boy, local boy Scotty Scheffler. And then we're going to get into a little bit of Genesis preview that for you and go over our picks. Brought to you by BetUS.com. Uh, but I'll tell you, Brady, you hadn't been around very long on the show. Johnny knows this, but the Phoenix Open's like one of my favorite uh, tournaments of the season. Yeah. Um, and at one of these days. Is this a party on 16 you like? Dude, I love 16, man. I, I, I just want to go experience 16. You, you've never been, huh? I've never been. I used to live there, and, and so I've been, I've been half a dozen times. Uh, Since they built the, the stadium? It wasn't nearly that big. Yeah, it was, uh, wasn't closed, right? No, but they. I guess I, I left Phoenix in 2008. Okay. Um, would have been after the tournament in 2008. And it, it they had, it, it wasn't full surround stadium at the right. time. It was primarily, I think, just the green side that had sure. the full stadium. Sure. And they had some bleachers along the side and up by the tee. Um, it's a spectacle to behold. It really is. It's it's fun to yeah. watch on TV. It was never, you know, being, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a purist in golf. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's not the most appealing thing to me. Right, right. But it's cool as hell. Yeah. So let me ask you this, because I know we talked about it, me and Buss and Johnny talked about it last year, and they didn't seem to know the answer to this. That's not a permanent structure, right? They pull it down. They do. Okay. They, they, they didn't know. I was they like, well, build it before and pull it down after. Um, you know, we, we were just in Pebble Beach. Sure. You know, and it, we were the week after the AT&T. Right. And they still had the grandstands up there. Now, you could hear constant noise. They ha- There's a big pavilion at, at Pebble yeah, yeah. between... Uh, the sixth fairway and the eighth fairway. Right. The, the six goes down, seven's the iconic little right. par three, eight comes back up. There's a big pavilion between six and eight. Right. And they were, it was halfway down, and they had a giant crane out there pulling it down. Wow. So uh, it, it's probably going to take them, what, we're, we're now eight or nine days yeah. past the completion of Pebble yeah. Beach, and it, they're probably another two weeks' work to do to get everything off the golf course. One thing that was interesting was that, we hit our approach shots up the hill in six on on Saturday, and there was a camera stand behind the green. Yeah. On Sunday, it was gone. 
Wow, that was So quick. we had an aiming point up there, right? Yeah. You're walking down the hill to your ball, and you're figuring out, hey, where's the flag? Is there something I can look at right. to figure out where to hit it? Because it's, it's a moonshot. It's an uphill shot. You're just right. looking at the sky. And there was a... You know, a camera station back there that we could aim at that was a little left of the That's flag, and it was cool. gone on Sunday. So we had to pick pick wow. new markers. <laughs> so it, it it probably takes them a month to build it and a month to tear it down. To be honest with you, so it, it's a two month process. You know, and I've you know being local here, I've been to Colonial, I've been to the Byron Nelson uh, when I was out in Irving at the TPC Las Colinas. You know, so I've I've, I've seen those tournaments and the things. And again, it's been a while, so I, I saw what they went through from. An, not even an engineering standpoint like at Phoenix, but just from a logistic standpoint, setting up the tents, the hospitality. But those two tournaments are nothing compared to, number one, like what you see today at all the tournaments, and then especially at Pebble and especially at Phoenix, where I just, you think about the cost that's involved, the the time and, and there's the, the effort and the logistics of all of it to put all of this stuff together. It just blows my mind. It's big. I mean, it's yeah. it's like the Super Bowl, and you know, to, to get to get into those grandstands, right? You got to have tickets, and, and that's yeah. pricey, et cetera. But I think there's even maybe some general admission or general seating once you get in there. They're lined up at six a.m. at the gate, and they yeah. they sprinting out there. You know, how many hours yeah. before yeah. the players come through? Right, the the penultimate groups are they there? I mean, they're right. six, eight, ten hours early. It's like waiting in line for a concert ticket or something, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> but man, I get it though. I tell you, I get it. You know, and I've been to some, I've been to some big time sporting. I've been to Super Bowls. Sure. All right. I think I'd rather go to the Phoenix Open. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, just, I always found a quiet place. On, I always found a quiet place on the golf course where I could get closer to the players. That's what I found interesting. Right? Yeah. It's it's mass mass yeah. hysteria. I, yeah. I, it's the largest sporting event in the world, multiple day mm-hmm. by attendance, and, and and you know this being an IndyCar guy, Indianapolis 500 is the yep. largest single day sporting event in in the world. Yep. And they have permanent seating at Indianapolis Motor Speedway for a quarter million people, and they yeah. fit another hundred thousand on yep. property, so it's three hundred fifty thousand. But Phoenix goes over that for the week, but they get near. I think it's around one hundred thirty thousand people on that hole. Good lord. I mean, it, when, you, when you think about how big football stadiums are, right? It's insane. Right? 100,000 yeah. people oh, in a yeah. football stadium is around 100-yard Well, think about, yeah, think about field. AT&T Stadium in, in Arlington right down the road. Well, Maxes out at like 108,000 with standing room only. And that's around an arena that's yeah. 100 yards long. Yeah. The, the 17th or 16th hole there at, at Phoenix at, at, at TPC Scottsdale is a 170-yard shot. So it's you know stretch a football field out seventy more yards, and it's I mean they don't build it quite as high sure, obviously, sure, but sure. it's man, a, they, it's a spectacle, may. man. It's 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 pretty cool. You just wonder what that thing's going to evolve if it evolves further. What it's going to evolve into? Well, and I think know? I heard this year that they didn't have the full stadium up because they're still on some some pandemic restriction right, stuff. Right. So the right half of the green didn't have the big awnings and right. canopy and everything. So that right. was more grandstand versus what they I think traditionally. Sure have been trending towards mm-hmm. it. They make it bigger every year. And then I think one of the, my favorite things uh, during the weekend was the hole-in-one uh, by Ryder. There were two and of them, was there? there two? I was two. I saw Ryder's. I didn't I, see the other one. Uh, I, was, I was a little busy this weekend. I didn't get to watch the, much of it. With the, the beer cans <laughs> on the green. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Is that new? You know, 
No. I mean, I've never seen that before. Well, I mean, you, I wasn't you, paying attention. Well, I mean, you, you saw Tigers holding one in 97. Yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right? That was yeah. beer can stuff. So that, that's tradition. I just thought they were that. being rude back then. They're still being <laughs> rude. Was a thing. <laughs> They're still being rude. Like, I'm not going to waste my beer because somebody <laughs> hit a hole in one. Throw your empty ones. Well, I probably have several of them there I by don't then. Don't do that. You know, keep your beer cans off the greens. You know, it was funny, though. All the amateurs sitting in the stands from just 30, 40 yards away still couldn't hit the green. They were all short. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> well, a couple of years ago, they had I the robot. I worked on that joke for days. You, you, uh, <laughs> you might want to work a few more. I know. Shouldn't do you remember, one more day. I guess it was two years ago, they had the robot hole-in-one, don't you? Mm-hmm. I read an article about that the other day. He got lucky. Oh, yeah? They changed the yardage on him on the last minute. So he that guy spent months building that robot to hit and a, programming it? to hit like a 165-yard hole in one. They roll him out there at 143, and he's Whoa. he's racking his brain trying to figure out the adjustments to making his robot, and he still got it done. <laughs> yeah, they just uh, somebody reposted that on social media here over the weekend, and I, yeah. I saw it come across my Twitter feed. But uh, Scotty Scheffler, Brady. Yeah, local guy. Edges Patrick Cantlay in the playoff to win the Phoenix Open. Everybody forgot about Scotty Scheffler. Um, Thigala was trying to hold off multiple top 20 players in the world. Uh, multi-time PGA Tour winners, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley. Uh, we're, both, we're all trying for the lead really late. Um, and Shuffler really came out of nowhere. I mean. What did he shoot in final day? Uh, I don't have it in front of me. A playoff was it was interesting, a, it was a huh? playoff yeah oh man it was extremely interesting uh, especially to to win your first tournament that way did I they, thought that was notable did they both bogey it the second time I think so I yeah. didn't, I was I was at a Super Bowl party just finishing around mm-hmm. and so I was in and out of paying attention I saw they were both in trouble off the yeah. tee I saw they were both in um, not great into into the green I figured they both made bogey the second time. Yeah, I was trying to see in my notes here if I had that here. Uh, and by the way, with uh, Ted Scott, uh, the caddy, that was a, a just a, a chance pairing with, uh, was it Cantley? Was he with Cantley? He must have been with Cantley. I can't remember what the story was behind that. Um, but so, yeah, I don't have it here in my notes what they did, but we know that uh, – Chevrolet was in the mix from the beginning. Uh, 62 on Saturday. An even par 35 on the front nine on Sunday. A birdie par bogey start on the back. Five players in front of him on the leaderboard and, and uh, really no hope. As a matter of fact, I made a note that his win probability, they put this on the screen, as he was walking off the 12th green with a bogey, his win probability was 1.7%. Scheffler? Yeah. With six holes to play? Yeah. After he's walking off the 11th with a, or 12th with a bogey. Wow. 1.7%. Got hot down the stretch. But, uh, good Lord. Uh, and then, let's see, my notes here. Uh, then he made some magic. Scheffler closed with four birdies in his last six holes. Missed a five-foot putt on the 72nd mm-hmm. hole that would have won it. In that regulation. Would have been five in the last six, then. Yeah. Uh, wow. Total distance on those four birdies coming home was only 17 feet. Well, that's pretty salty. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, after two par par holes with Cantlay to start the playoff, Scheffler hit his approach on the third. That golf course is not easy. To within 26 feet. He poured that one in ahead of Cantlay's putt, turning and screaming at his caddy, yeah, Ted Scott, knowing it was likely for the win. Cantlay missed. 
And Scheffler, after 71 PGA Tour starts, got his first victory. He's been right on the verge. I'm happy for him. I am, he, too. He seems like a good guy. He really does. I mean, yeah. and I'm, I'm, he's, he's come so close. Yep. So many times. We talked about it on the show. off a month ago or so, wasn't he? Yeah. Or one back? I mean, I mean, he's had some close close finishes. Yep. Um, through two rounds, he was tied for 44th. It's the second biggest comeback by position through two rounds to win at TPC Scottsdale. Uh, since 2000, only 14 tour winners have been tied for 44th or lower through two rounds and won 1.4% of PGA Tour winners in that span. It matches his percent through 12 yeah. on, on Sunday. Right, his chances <laughs> to win. Uh, so, yeah, man, Scotty Scheffler, congratulations to him. Like you said, local boy here, yeah. Dallas product. Uh, Ryder Cupper. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have him on the show when, yeah, when, be when fun. he's not busy. Yeah. Think he's ever in town just not doing anything on a Wednesday night? Yeah, I think he's probably pretty frequently here. Probably. He's not playing golf, right? Yeah, he plays probably. You know those guys play 25 times a year, yeah. 30 times a year yep. through the season. So, yeah, that means like 20 weeks he's here. Yeah. Well, we, need, we need to get his schedule. Yeah. We need to have him on the show, at least I mean, on the phone. That'd be fun. I mean, he, he plays and practices down at Royal Oaks, takes yeah. lessons from Randy Smith, right? Randy's a... Uh, uh, you know, golf professional of the year, teacher of the year kind of guy, national award winner, um, one of the best in the business, and you know, he works with a handful right. of tour guys. Scotty being one of them, so Heck, good for might, him. We might want to have him on his teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably swing that, couldn't you? Yeah, we can ask. I bet you could. I bet you could. <laughs> we could ask. Uh, so yeah, there's your. Uh, Phoenix Open, and again, man, that's just one of my one of my. I think because the spectacle that it is uh, on TV, I think maybe that's part of my draw to it. Yeah, and I do love sixteen, I, and I just love the course, though. It's fun. You know, back when I was playing video game golf, TPC Scottsdale was always one of the options that you had. Going way back to like the nineties <laughs> uh, with your video game golf, and they, they didn't have the grandstands though. Did there they? was no grandstands. No. So what happened to EA Sports? It's in the game. Aren't they supposed to be throwing uh, beers at you? It probably out there? is now. I bet <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember. I've got the new. Uh, it's not EA Sports. I forgot who the new. Maybe it is EA Sports. Isn't it Rory now? No, it's not. It might be now. The one I have maybe from last year, and I don't remember who. Who's on the cover? But there's, I know Rory's in the game. There's several of the tour players that are you know marked in the game. And is, it, is it still called Tiger Woods? No, 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 no. <laughs> they, you know, man, they distanced from that yeah. quite a while back for uh, obvious reasons. But uh, uh, speaking of Tiger Woods, you know, he made a comment over. Uh, was it over the weekend that uh, somebody asked him? Point blank, are you coming back on tour? And he, without hesitation, said yes. So he's planning his comeback. I don't know when that's going to be. You might have more knowledge about that than I do. I'm just guessing it's going to be either the Masters or or uh, St. Andrews for the Open Championship. You don't it's going to be one of the two. Uh, yeah, and Johnny doesn't think he'll play the Masters just because of the course, having to walk the course. Big walk. Yeah. Up and down. Right. So, I mean, I would love it if he did. Obviously, it would be a huge story. Sure. But, uh, I mean, Johnny's got a point. You know, if he's still somewhat recuperating with the legs, that's not the best place to Certainly an comeback. easier walk over at St. Andrews. Absolutely. A little flatter over there. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the date at St. Andrews? That's uh, It's in July. 
Okay, so it's after. Okay, so yeah, it's after U- the U.S. Yeah. Open is uh, Father's Day weekend in right. June, and then the Open Championship usually second week in July, maybe third. Okay, so four or five weeks after the U.S. Open. <clears throat> yeah, so that might be a good bet as far as his comeback. By the way, the Masters always on my birthday weekend. Is it really? Yep, my birthday's April seventh. Nice, uh, and that's. If nothing else, man, I get to. So I have two things that are surefire things on my birthday, okay? You can always count on these two things that I'll be doing on my birthday. All right, let's hear it. Even when I'm alone and lonely. Especially when you're Especially alone. Especially when I'm alone. I don't, this, this, is a, this is a golf show here, Tim. I will be watching <laughs> the Masters all four rounds, start to finish, and I will have lunch at least one day. At a Wyatt's Cafeteria. Wyatt's. My all-time favorite. I've never heard of a Wyatt's. Wyatt's. What cafeterias have you heard of? MCL. I don't even know what that is. I don't have those down here. That's at the mall in Indiana. Uh, <laughs> so here in Dallas, we had Wyatt's Cafeteria. We're getting cafeteria talk here. Wyatt's Cafeteria back in the day. They were all over the place. First cafeteria we had. Uh, then you had your little Ma and Pa, caf- you know, non-chain cafeteria. But Furs and Wyatt's were the two biggest ones. And as far as I know, there's only one Wyatt's cafeteria left that's out in Plano. And the Furs cafeterias have now turned into, like, uh, buffet eateries. Uh, Not really cafeterias yeah. anymore. Like a Golden Corral? Yeah. Yeah, they turned into <laughs> that, and they're terrible. But, man, uh. Wyatt's cafeteria, I go in, I get my Luan platter. What is on the Luan platter? It is a half of a of a protein and I get the fried fish, fried cod. Okay. I get my macaroni and cheese and I get my eggplant casserole. The same exact thing I've been ordering at Wyatt's Cafeteria since I was five years no old. No meat? Fish. Fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, the fried cod. Okay, that's kind of meat. I mean, I'm a fish eater, but it's not really meat. It's not. It's <laughs> ve- it's like a strong vegetable, really, is all it is. It's meat that lies about being meat is what it is, as uh, Ron Swanson. I thought you were going to tell me you, you, you found some place that served a pimento cheese sandwich or something. Man, if I could find a good pimento cheese sandwich in town, I'd is be there. Is there a such thing as a good there pimento cheese? My dad made homemade pimento cheese, and that's the only pimento cheese I ever had growing up. And then after he moved up to Colorado, I was looking for one one day, and I had gas station pimento cheese, not knowing <laughs> that it would be different. And I'm pretty sure I hurled that up after about 10 minutes. Good for you. It was probably a week old. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the proper, that's, that's the proper outcome, I think, for that. Oh, but, oh, man, Wyatt's Cafeteria. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go on a quest to find us a pimento cheese place. All right. I'll I tell you, you don't like pimento cheese. Or do I don't you? know if I've ever had it. Really? Uh, All right. Everybody says it's not that great, so I don't know why, we, or why I would search it out i love pimento cheese, I, I guess whenever i get to augusta that i'll have to try one yes. there just to say i did but yeah i'm not encouraged by it <laughs> you know i don't know if that's one of those acquired tastes <laughs> i'll tell you what is an acquired taste is anchovies you ever had anchovies yeah one time as a kid so my, they one snuck of my, them on the pizza by mistake yeah see i love anchovies on my pizza yeah and it's hard to find them we went out for valentine's day and i got me a nice caesar salad and the only reason I ordered a Caesar salad on Valentine's Day is you because went. the place that we went had actual real Caesar dressing with anchovies. Really? Because that's real Caesar dressing has anchovies. Yeah. And I can never find it, so that's what we did. I'll pass on that, too. Oh, it was so good. Man, I, I, got, I like, bought a quart of it and took it home. <laughs> it was oh, And then I drank it on the way. Oh, yuck. Oh, it was so amazing. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't get lucky on Valentine's Day. I bet not. Uh, <laughs> so there's your Phoenix Open slash... Uh, Cafeteria talk. Yeah. Slash pimento cheese talk. (laughs) 